you for taking the time to listen to this sermon from Seekers Christian Fellowship. We believe that God's Word completes the believer, making them fully equipped men and women of God, ready for every good work. It is our prayer that through this message, you're challenged by the Word of God, built up in love for God and one another, conforming to the image of Jesus Christ. morning and Merry Christmas. It's gloomy outside, it's dark, it's cloudy, but it's joy in this house of the Lord. Amen? Yeah, indeed, the light of the world has come in the darkness, and darkness up to this day aren't able to put it out. David says, it's indeed, he's the Lord. David said, the Lord said, what is Lord? And Elizabeth says, why would the mother of my Lord come and see me? Jesus is Lord. He's the light of the world. Throughout the Advent weeks, we have been in the spirit of Christmas, preparing in anticipation for today's celebration. With all the fun, the festivities, and the activities that surrounds the Christmas, it comes down to, the, to today, a day designated to remember, proclaim, and celebrate the greatest event in history that revolutionized the world of the incredible truth that God loves people. Isaiah 64, 1, the prophet, about 700 years before Christmas, before Jesus came as a babe. He cried out, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, and the mountains would tremble before you. When he came as an infant, the king of heaven did come down. And when he's coming the second time, indeed, the mountains will tremble. The king of heaven came down into the world, but not as one would have expected him to come in a humble way, lying in a manger. A king lying in the manger. Today we are celebrating when God manifests himself in flesh without ceasing to be God in the womb of a virgin through an immaculate supernatural conception. Something which only God can do. What he came to do? To save us from eternal damnation. To be with us in life. And to seal our eternal future. Mankind is born with a sinful nature. And lives in a broken sinful world. With all kinds of problems. Unrest, emptiness, relational problems, economic instabilities, uncertainties of tomorrow, what tomorrow brings, health issues, natural disaster, and all the other storms we face in life. With all the negatives that we struggle with, Christmas reminds us that all the negatives we face in life a light of the world came into darkness to fill the empty places, 
to guide us, to lead us, to give us the hope that there is a life far better to come beyond the grave. On all those who his favor rests. That is very important. We can celebrate Christmas a lot with all the fun and the activities. But if God's favor does not rest in you and you have that peace, it's a zero. Though he came humble, lying in a manger, he's the creator who we can trust. We can trust him. We can trust his words for the forgiveness of our sins and begin to have eternal life at this moment. When someone put their faith in Jesus Christ, eternal life begins at that moment. You don't have to wait until you die. That is very important according to God's word. How we live life, how we conduct ourselves as a child of God. Christmas is the beginning of the working out of our salvation from God's end. When God gave us his incredible gift, the Messiah, to deliver us from the bondage of sins and also from the power of sin. We can say no to sin. Because of the Spirit of God within us. We have the power to do that. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father but by me. He leads us. He guides us to eternity. So in today's celebration... We celebrate our salvation, we celebrate our life in Him, we celebrate our inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Knowing you are loved has tremendous impact on an individual life, especially when a child lives with love at a very young age in a home. And so, when you know you are loved by God, having a relationship with Him, life becomes secure and better for you. There's that peace. There's that comfort. When you know you're loved by God. And Christmas is God's love story. For you and for me. Christmas is about God loving us and doing something about it with a solution through his son Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the solution to our situation in this world. Our emptiness, the void that we find in our lives, that vacuum that is there. We were created to have fellowship and relationship with God. And when you don't know God, there's that vacuum, there's that emptiness. Love from God is an important component when it comes to our lives. It fills the empty places and gives us peace with certainty in an unrest world. So we celebrate God's love story today. Christmas is God's love story because we are in His story. 
In Ephesians 1, 4-9, reads, In love, He predestined us for adoption to the sonship through Jesus Christ, in accordance with His pleasure and will. God finds pleasure doing this. He wills it. He wants to do it because He loves you and He loves me. To the praise of His glorious grace, which He freely given us in the one He loves. That is the Christmas child, Jesus Christ. In Him, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Talking about Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday. Which He lavished on us, God did a spread with His infant baby that came in the major. He did a spread. You're going to go home today, or maybe last night, you're still full. You're going to have a spread. Big meal. I'm not going to keep you too long to get your turkey burning and what's not. I'm not going to stay too long, but I'm just saying, God sent the Christmas child, and he did a spread. He lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will. Things that was kept in secret and remains unexplained is now known to the children of God. What God concealed in the Old Testament, He revealed in the New Testament through Jesus Christ, the wisdom of God. He's the one that comes and gives us understanding about God. We'll never know God unless we know Jesus Christ. He's the mediator. He's the way. He's the truth. He's life. And He's the one who's going to lead us the pathway and guide us to eternity. Yes, all of that came in the Christmas baby lying in the manger. That infant was the Messiah. He is the Messiah. He is the Lamb of God. He is the Deliverer. From the time our four parents, Adam and Eve, broke fellowship with God in the Garden of Eden, following Satan's deception, the Holy God made a judgment call along with a solution to fix things. The judgment states, and I will put enmity between you, that is Satan, and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Yes, church, the bad dude head has been crushed on Resurrection Sunday. He has been crushed. Within that sphere of judgment, God's love remained faithful. And what he did, he proceeds to fix the collateral damage done through the separation of his image bearers throughout the events of history in his providence. He set out to do it through history. And it's an amazing way when we look at the Old Testament and see how God works through all these people. Even the people who did some wrong things, how we use all of them and truth to bring Jesus Christ in the scene. He did that to save us from eternal damnation. For 400 years, God's people did not hear from Him until the coming of the Savior, whom John the Baptist heralded. 400 years, they did not. And as we read the scripture before, 
But when the fullness of time had come, which means at the right time, not before, not after, at the right time, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, I might say you're no longer a slave to sin, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. What a blessing that comes with an inheritance for the children of God from this infant baby lying in a manger. What a blessing. And as we see as time goes, God unfolds his love. So we celebrate Christmas because the deliverer came. Why a deliverer? It's always good to remind ourselves in these times of celebration. Why a deliverer? Why a savior? It's because of our sins. Ecclesiastes says, Indeed, there is no one on earth who is righteous. No one who does what is right and never sins. Covenants were made and covenants were broken by God's chosen people, namely the Israelites. Covenants are very serious agreements when it comes to God and His people. When people do not follow through with life's MOU, that memorandum of understanding between two parties, be it in business or in relationships, it creates problems. And you know that very well. When both parties have that understanding of an agreement and one does not hold up to their end, it is disheartening. And so it was for God and His people. So what God did, he sets out to fix the collateral damage. As the nation of Israel keeps failing God, he said in Jeremiah 31, 34, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on that day, when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke. Though I was a husband, declares the Lord, for this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God and they will, shall be my people. No longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each brother say, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. And he continues, For I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sins no more. That's what the Christmas child came to do. He might lie in the manger like a nobody in a humble way, but that he was very God of God. He stripped himself and came humble in a manger, not in a palace. The king 
lie in a manger for you and for me. And that day of judgment, when we have to answer some questions, there is no excuse for the rich or the poor. Abraham was given an unconditional promise in Genesis. All nations will be blessed through you, Abraham. All people on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. Now, because we are grafted in the family of God, we are partakers of these blessings. Jews and Gentiles alike. Another important factor for the child of God as we celebrate Christmas, is that we are not left to ourselves. We are not. You're not left alone to go with life here on earth alone. There is someone who promised to be with you. We celebrate Christmas because God saved us. And we are celebrating Christmas because God is with us. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with a child and will give birth to a son. And will call him Emmanuel, God with us. Christmas reminds us that we do not go through life alone. Multitudes of people are going through life alone in this world. Christmas reminds believers that they go through life with the struggles and the pressure of life. You are not going through it all alone because our Savior experienced life on earth. He came in a baby, grew up to an adult and minister and faced the pain and the situation of life that you and I are experiencing right now. So he knows. We have a Savior who is with you to handle life's bombardment from the cradle to the grave? As fully man, he experienced pain and troubles just like you and me. For many, the Christmas season stirs up both joy and sorrow. We can't get away from that. That is the truth. For many, the Christmas season stirs up both joy and sorrow. Christmas season can be a very rough time for many people who have experienced broken relationships. Who have lost loved ones. It is a very emotional time for many. But it's comforting to know that Emmanuel is with you. The Emmanuel is with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. In 1 John 4, 9, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son, yes, that same Christmas baby, into the world that we might live through him. When God created this world, he didn't intend for none of his creature to go life alone. He wants to be involved in each life. And he wants to go through life with each one of us. 
He's not leaving us alone. He created us, and he has a responsibility for each of his creatures. And he makes sure he did something about it. And the ball is in our court to say yes or no. You can live life through all your problems knowing that God is at your side going through them with you. And here is a, a promise from God again in Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Church, believers, people, when you have God, you have all you need. Just embrace your relationship with Him. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will protect you right through the way of life. We are celebrating Christmas because God saved us, because God is with us, and we are celebrating Christmas because God sealed our eternal future through the Christmas baby. He is the way, He is the truth, He is life. His life. The Bible says that God in His great mercy has given believers a new birth through Jesus Christ. God's Christmas gift fixed collateral damage in human beings. He came to fix it. Would we allow him to fix it? At times, we as Christians, we still try to go through life alone. We want to sit on our own throne. That's not God's ideal. He wants us to go through life with him. Because of the gift of Christmas baby, we can now proclaim, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Believers have a bright future because it does not depend on us. It is outside of us, rooted in the Christmas child. That's where it is. If we depend on ourselves, we're not going to make it. There's no way. Our good works are like filthy rags. As time draws nearer for our living hope to be fully realized, we join with the Apostle Peter as we celebrate this Christmas Day. Please put it on the screen, that eighth slide, and I'll ask you to stand, please. As a believer, we're going to read this together. Let's go. Praise to the Lord and Father. Lord Jesus Christ, in His great mercy, He has given us a new birth in living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance 
that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you through faith and shielded by God's power until the coming salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. Amen. How does that scripture fit you? Does it comfort you? Makes you secure? That's what God did for us. When that Christmas baby came. That's what he did. Believers have something to be merry and joyful about when it comes to Christmas. And that something is a living hope sealed in the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. God had a plan. God worked his plan. And God delivered on his plan. Luke 2, 8, 14. Are we delivered? And they were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the tongue of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. He is the same He in Genesis 3.15. He will crush your head, Satan. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Very serious few words, that line. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. God did what he had to do on Christmas Day. And he'll finish it up on Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday. We have a responsibility also as people of choice to make decisions. Who are we going to put our trust and our faith and our hope in? That's the call. And every Christmas we are reminded of these truths. Eternal life does not begin at the time of death. Eternal life begins at the moment of trusting Jesus by faith. The meaning of Christmas love story is to know the Savior. Is to know the Savior who came on a mission to rescue and to redeem that which was lost. We're all lost people. Separated from God. Since that day in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve handed over to us. That sinful nature. That is why we're prone to sin. But Jesus came to destroy the devil's work as we learned yesterday. Yes, the meaning of the true Christmas 
is God's love stories to know the Savior who came on a mission to rescue and to redeem that which was lost. God gave us His Son, and each person has a responsibility to recognize Him to celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. You celebrate Christmas without Jesus Christ, you're just wasting your time. That's it. The Christmas message is, who has, we who has the Son has life, and will have the peace of God rest on him as the angel herald. God sealed his plan and our future inheritance with a new covenant at the Lord's Supper with his disciples. Now as they were eating, Jesus took the bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples. Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup and when he had given thanks to God, to, to God he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. That's what he said he's going to do in Jeremiah 31. When they broke his covenant, he's going to fix things back. He's going to do damage control, that collateral damage. And here Jesus is telling us what he'll do. And he moves on and he says, um, this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. We must never forget sins when it comes to Christmas. That is why the baby came. That is why the child came. As a matter of fact, that, was, that is why God came manifesting flesh. He did it himself. No, no animal could do it. No substitute. He had to come himself and do it. Perfect sacrifice. Only a holy God can do. And he went on in verse 39, I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Believers have a bright future. We have something to look forward to. Thus far, all the prophecies predicted are up to date when it comes to the Messiah and God's promises. Of a child is born... A son has been given to save us from eternal damnation and to be with us in life, the Emmanuel. And as we celebrate, we are also looking forward for the day for the other part of Isaiah 9-6. The government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. That is yet to come. We will be under our Savior's rule, with the King forever starting in the millennium. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. So let us celebrate and hold on to the joy we have at the present. And all that is to come in the near future. Merry Christmas.